0: Grab a cup of tea. Let's chat. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. And I am excited to talk about today's topic, which is passion projects. Um, My podcast being one of them, I just kind of wanted to talk about what. Our passion projects and why do people start them maybe I can help you figure out what yours could be or help you get encouraged to starting one that's been on your mind for a little bit so that's kind of what th- what's gonna be going on today and at the end I will also share some tips for starting your own podcast if that's what you're into and answering some questions that my cousin Joy had Um, She's looking into starting her own podcast and she's like asking me some questions that I haven't even thought about for a really, really long time. So that's kind of today's topic and what I'm going to be talking about. And again, thank you for joining me. Um, I think this stems from just the fact that there's no hard deadlines. There's no one telling you what to do. You're starting this because you want to and consistency comes from yourself and it has to be outside of your normal life. I think that's also another really hard part of it is just that it's not in your routine. It's not part of school or work or whatever it is that you're doing on a daily. Um, It's taking time outside of your everyday life to invest in yourself and invest in something that brings you joy. So, Just starting it is really, really difficult Um, and I can see why. But that being said, once you do find that one thing that you love and you want to build on and the fact that you are investing in yourself and investing in something that you love I think is really, really valuable and it's really rewarding to just have that thing that is solely for yourself something that you love again I think that's so important so today I just kind of want to encourage you guys to start that whatever that may be for you and uh, continue it as you carry out your other daily tasks Um, but if you hadn't noticed all my old episodes are back and I was kind of just going through my old files today and kind of brought me back to where I started and um, where this podcast really originated from. And for those people who have been with me since the beginning, like, thank you, that means so much. And I just wanted to have those up as kind of also for someone who would want to start their own podcast, kind of like a reference, you can see where I came from, how where I am now, and just that growth so they are back all of them some of them are like five minutes long not even joking but it is important to kind of just see where you started and at the time those were um, episodes and that was content that i was really really proud of so just having it back up is nice to see where i used to be but it's all organized i even Dated it back to when they were originally posted. Um, I had originally had them up on this website called Podbean, and so when I removed them from Anchor, they were still up on Podbean. Um, not really like distributed on like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, obviously, but they were still up there. And I'm glad that I was able to go back and see the original dates that they were posted on because I was able to like change that on Anchor and um, it was kind of just nice to see how far I've come, you know? So, it's all reorganized. I even added, like, if you've noticed, little episode, um, just a little episode thing before the title, and um, I'm excited to have that back, and also just excited for where this podcast is headed. I have planned a lot of episodes and some ideas for even seasons. And I think it's going to be very exciting. So I hope you guys just stay with me and stay tuned throughout all that and see for yourself the growth and also just how passion projects as a whole evolve over time. I think it's really evident in this podcast alone. I mean, it's only been a year and a half and I've already had such different cover art. Like, if you were here from day one, day one, you know my cover art was like a color. It was yellow and it had a piece of text on it, probably two different fonts and like one image, and that was it compared to what I have now, which I also am really proud of. Um, and then I also had one where it was a picture of myself and then like two different fonts and... Uh, yeah, so just, like, little bits and pieces of this podcast that has really changed and grown, and I'll kind of go into, like, cover art and all of that later, but just in general, I feel like I've really learned a lot over time, and these are, some of the things I'm sharing are things that I wished someone had told me, even though I did do, like, a lot of research, I feel like there's a lot of nitty-gritty stuff that you kind of just have to learn on your own and i think if i had known what i know now um i would probably be in a very different place especially after a year and a half i feel like that's such a long time but it did take me that amount of time to learn what i really want to put out and learn what my style is like learn kind of just what works for me and so i'll be sharing that with you guys So kind of just a background on me and passion projects in general, I feel like I've always been a really creative person. Um, Even in like elementary school when we had to write little books, I always had the most fun and creative book ideas and um, I still love writing to this day. I think it's so fun and just having little things that can be your outlet I think is so centering and really brings you back to like your creative side especially in a setting like college where you're just exerting energy into so many different things classes and clubs and stuff sometimes you kind of lose yourself in the mix of all that and having a project that is solely for yourself it really brings out that creative side it's kind of reviving in a sense and i think it's really really fun so um I knew that I always wanted to do something creative and like I said I love writing I love talking and I've always wanted to share like something about myself with the world and so in the past I've tried YouTube I tried it twice actually like once in eighth grade and in eighth grade I did like oh my goodness I remember I did a false in our stars DIY shirts and I like printed a galaxy onto like an iron-on piece of paper and then wrote like a quote from the Fault in Our Stars and then ironed it onto a tank top and then I made it actually I made three tank tops now thinking back at it and then I made outfits out of those like paired them with skirts and jeans and then even did like a whole makeup look and my makeup look back then was like sample mascaras from sephora because i was in like eighth grade and i did not have any makeup <laughs> and like my mom's uh powder or something and looking back at it it was um really really fun at the time i honestly just enjoyed having like a diy my pinterest was always filled with diys and um i had a really good friend where we would just do diys together it was so so fun um and I guess I decided to make that into a whole YouTube video. I can't even remember what other video I made, but I remember that one specifically because I, like, filmed myself uh, right outside my house. And so I put the camera on top of, like, the couch facing out the window, opened the window. I think I even took out the screen and then stood outside and, like, posed and turned. And then I don't remember if I filmed a voiceover or if I just talked but it was so so funny um so yeah now it kind of like I'm like why did I do that but at the time being or during that time it was just really fun for me and uh it gave me something to do I think it was summertime so I wasn't in school uh there's no such thing as like summer classes when you're in like eighth grade so it just kind of gave me something to do and uh, allowed me to share some in our stars diy tank tops of the world and so that was my first youtube experience and then i don't know when i deleted it but some point in time i deleted that and then tried to make a new one <laughs> not even that long ago this was like last year my freshman year of college one day i was like really really bored and so i took a plush pink um blanket pinned it up to my cork board behind my desk, made a backdrop, and then I did a YouTube video on my ear piercings. And I, like, put them on a paint scale, all that. Uh, did my makeup for the video, dressed up, did my hair, and (laughs) it was fun. Honestly, Uh, no regrets. It was fun. I enjoyed it. shared it with, like, my friends. And then I also made another, Like, what I eat in the day in the dining halls. (laughs) Oh my goodness, saying this out loud is so silly. But at the time, it was fun and I enjoyed it. And honestly, I think that that is what matters most about passion projects. Like, it doesn't have to be for anyone but yourself. And that's the best part about them. So, getting into podcasting, I don't even know where it started. But like I said, I always knew that I wanted to share something myself with the world and when I realized that that wasn't YouTube like YouTube just wasn't my setting it didn't fit me um I honestly kept telling like I have um a friend who'd say like okay so what is it that you want to do and I'm like I don't know but I know there's going to be something and uh sooner or later I realized that podcasting is a thing and I kind of looked into it And I was like, you know what, I think this is something that I would really enjoy. Like, people always say that I have a broadcasting kind of voice, and I just have a lot of ideas that I would love to share. And so, I looked into it, kind of got started um, at the end of 2018, and yeah, here we are like a year and a half later. But I really did think that, like when I first discovered it, I was like, wow, this is something that could really suit me. And so... Um, I kind of just dove headfirst, like I do, and I'll talk about that more, but I'm the kind of person who I get an idea, I do some extensive research on it, and by extensive research, I mean Pinterest, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and sure enough, I do, and then I drop it after a few months, and so, um... That being said, a lot of my episodes aren't consistent and like you would think by now I would have so many episodes out, but I think it just did take me a while to figure out what it is I want to do, find my voice, because I think it's hard. At first, it was really hard um, being by myself, which is why you see like in my previous episodes, I bring on friends like my friend Kato or my aunt, like my friend Joran, a bunch of friends, Sharon. Yeah, so I just brought in a lot of people because I was like, A, I love interviewing and talking to people, seeing their stories, and B, when I was by myself, I would, like, get to the point of what I wanted to share, and I'm like, okay, that's all I have to say on this topic, and I would kind of just end there. So, like I said before, my episodes were, like, five minutes long, but now it's exciting to see where I've come and also just see my episodes getting longer and longer as I go. And then also like just exploring other things I think is important once you find something you like, keep on building on it and keep on exploring other things like I've shared before that I like writing and then I also have another project coming up which I'm excited to share about and I'll tell you guys as soon as it um, launches, I guess is the word, that's kind of fancy, but as soon as I like put it out there, I'll share it with you guys and just kind of like... I think, uh, not podcasts, passion projects are a way to keep your creativity flowing in a bunch of different ways. I think, especially if you're the type of person, um, who, like, I think I've shared how my, I always have ideas flowing in my head. Wow, that was so choppy, but I didn't know what I was trying to say. Um, I think I've shared how I'm the kind of person who is always like going and ideas are always flowing in my head and so kind of like building projects on ideas like that and uh founding them and planting roots in different places is such a good way to keep your brain like going and your energy going and your creativity going so I encourage you guys to find those things for yourselves and build on them. But before we get into everything, I know I've been kind of talking for a while. Let me just define passion projects. According to Google, a passion project is something you work on, often outside of your chosen career path that gives you satisfaction, happiness, and puts you an, into a state of flow. A state of flow, guys. Like, that's, that's really empowering. Um, they continue to say, it's what you do to escape it all. It's your tiny or huge contribution to the world. And just let's unpack that a little bit. So it's something outside of your career path, which we kind of talked about before, something outside of your daily life that you want to build on solely for yourself, and it gives you satisfaction and happiness. And so that being said, I think that a passion project shouldn't be something that stresses you out or makes you feel like you're working your brain in a way that's not creative and it says that it puts you into a state of flow so when you think about something that you like to do does it do you feel inspired and like when you say you're writing down an episode for a podcast do the words just kind of flow and you're kind of like wow this I just could keep on working on this for forever and it's just going and going and having that sort of outlet kind of gives you a way to express your creativity in different ways and i think that's so cool that's something that everyone should invest in they continue to say it's what you do to escape it all kind of just escaping the stress of daily life and um having uh, an outlet for all those stressful things that go on in life and then it says it's your tiny or huge contribution to the world i think that's so cool because There are people who have made their passion projects into, like, a business or a side hustle, which I'll also get into later. And there are some people who, like, even if they're not monetizing off of something, you'll see they're still going. And years and years later, they still are creating content. And that's so cool because you know that they're doing it because they love to. And they're building something that is solely for them, solely for their own Uh, well-being and even sanity to some extent so just finding that thing for you finding something that you think you could contribute to the world in a small or big way is so so cool some examples of passion projects include blogs YouTube like I talked about before photography um, videography sewing apothecary which I definitely is that how you say it apothecary I don't know but I looked into it and on Pinterest it looked really really cool but I don't know if it's for me (laughs) and gardening which I also wish that I could do because again that is so so interesting so yeah just looking into like different kinds of uh hobbies and things that you can turn into passion projects uh, I think is really important and you know how whenever you think of a cool passion project you get excited for it and read up on it and then you never actually start it or is that just me i feel like there's so many times where i got so so excited about something and i learned everything there is to know about it and now it's just sitting as a pinterest board and um i think one of the good things about me sometimes like i'll immediately dive into something and kind of give it like a full force start or I'll sit on it for a long time and never start it and I feel like there's a happy medium. Um, People who have an idea and like kind of work on it in their head and then slowly work on it on paper and then slowly bring it to life, I feel like there's some sort of power and backbone into cultivating something slowly but then also diving diving head first if that's your way of going about things, if that's on your agenda, that's really cool too, that's how I am and um it's good either way just as long as you get it started i know one of the worst parts about getting something started is like when you come up with a really cool idea and then you realize that it's something that's already being done or you feel like someone else has already done it so i can't do it but with everything um i feel like creative people just add their own twist and turn and personality into it and So just start it, even if you feel like someone else has already done it out there, like, you will bring your own creative uh, flow into it, and you'll bring your own kind of personality into it, and so you do have something to offer the world. Just start it. And in that, um, passion projects are something that is for yourself, and so just having that thing that you do for yourself is important, and will show you that individuality and creativity that is within yourself but maybe you aren't able to express at work or school but like i said before i think things like that are so empowering and centering and really just brings me back to like your inner creative self um but yeah and i was saying how It doesn't have to be a side hustle, but hey, if it turns into one, that's really, really cool. I know whenever I was first into YouTube, I would look up how to start a YouTube. People would say, don't start it for the money, and I think that's applicable across all passion projects. Like, if you start something just to monetize off of it, that completely takes the passion out of the project. And you generally have to start something because it's a project in which you want to imprint your creativity on and if money follows if you build a following off of that then that's so cool that's awesome but it's also good to know that you came from a place of just wanting to get yourself out there wanting to put your creativity out there and make something for yourself in the world one of my Favorite things about podcasts, besides the fact that you can't see me and I could look however I want, um, is you're not committing to anything. It's not like a contract, you don't have to, like, I did say this is one of the downfalls earlier, that there's no deadlines, but also it's not like a long-term commitment that you have to sign off on. You can just build something slowly, see what works for you, see what doesn't, and Every step along the way is important, it has um, its own value, and it's okay to make mistakes because you are not submitting anything to anyone, and you can just build something for yourself, build it slowly, like I said, and continue that as you find your flow. And one of the biggest parts about passion projects that I think is the most important reason why to start one is just learning how to invest in yourself i think we definitely live in an era that you like what what am i gaining out of this why am i doing this why am i investing in this um am i getting anything back with passion projects you're not you might not get money back at first you might not gain a following but you are gaining yourself in a way and you are learning how to put your energy into yourself um even if you're not getting that paycheck, you are getting a different kind of satisfaction and learning how to build something for no one else but yourself and maybe your friends and your mom. I think that's so cool. Like you are just doing something simply because you love it and that's a really big way to give back to yourself. At the end of the day, after a long hard day of Vigorous work, you can just come home, come back to your centering activity and your grounding passion project, and be like, Okay, why am I who I am? Before I get into some of the tips I have for starting your own podcast, um, like I said earlier, I was talking to my cousin Joy and she said that she was really interested in starting a podcast, but she was like, Where do I even start? So I was like, Okay, when you were looking at um, a big daunting task such as starting a podcast, what are some of your questions? Because I feel like my tips um, weren't like those nitty-gritty kind of stuff that I haven't thought about in a long time. And So I just asked her to tell me what are her biggest questions and I'll kind of dive into those now. Um, her first question was like, can I do this if I'm not techie savvy? And uh, this came from, I was telling her how she can record it on her voice memos like she doesn't need a fancy microphone and she was like okay but how do I get the voice memo to my computer and I was like girl airdrop and she was like oh that literally just shows you how I'm not techie savvy at all and so that was one of her biggest concerns and I think that might come across for a lot of people like how do I even start editing how do I what do I where do I even start if I'm not techie-savvy, which I am definitely not. Let me tell you, I am the last person to know anything there is to know about technology. But I think one of my biggest lessons was just that you're gonna always learn. You're always gonna have to just practice. Um, I still use GarageBand. I'm using GarageBand right now, but it took me a long time to kind of just play around with it and see how it works, see what I can do. Um, it's not professional, and it's not going to be perfect, but I'm learning, and I think that's one of the biggest and coolest things about having a podcast is, like, you're going to be learning new things about different technology and different systems, and you're going to be continuously learning. So, do you have to be techie savvy? Absolutely not. There are YouTube videos, um, numerous tutorials that'll show you how to work on whichever interface you are working on, and at the end of the day, you will keep learning as you go, and that's and that's completely okay. Then she asked me, what the heck is an RSS feed, and also, like, which platforms are out there that I could use? So. So, to get technical, an RSS stands for really simple syndication, and it's kind of just a way for you to upload like your podcast into different platforms like spotify or apple podcasts google play but if you get a um a service that will upload those for you it'll also make that rss feed for you and that makes it really really simple um i told you guys how when i first started i was using podbean And it was a really good introduction to the world of podcasting because at first I had to submit my RSS feed from Podbean to different platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So I did get that kind of experience. Um, But then after like 10 episodes, uh, they started asking me to pay and I had to piece. I was like, "Mm, I know that there are other streaming services out there that you don't have to pay for and um one of my favorite podcasts is uh whoa that's good with Sadie Robertson and so she always used to talk about anchor 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 I was like what is this anchor thing let me just check it out and originally I didn't have a reason to switch over I was honestly really liking Podbean especially for um a way to like it was its own app so um, like, my mom and my aunts would just have Podbean, and they didn't have to find my podcast through, like, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or so- something that they didn't already have. or Like, they didn't have to buy anything, I guess, because for those apps, you need, you don't need, but a lot of people do get, like, subscriptions, but for Podbean, you could just download it, search for a podcast, and that's how they listen to mine. And also, I used to make these little cute, like, um graphics for each episode and it was so fun so i was really liking it until i had to pay so i didn't have a reason to switch over but then once i did and i found anchor i really really like it it's so simple they distribute it for you to all streaming platforms except spotify but that step is really simple and you just go into spotify for podcasters you submit your rss feed which you get from anchor or there's even um there's a bunch of other streaming services and so whichever you if the if you are not able to get that automatically distributed you uh, you will at least get like an rss feed that you can submit into these platforms and so once you submit it into podcast i mean spotify for podcasters Joy was asking me, okay, now how long does it take? And I want to say, like, I submitted it in the night or at night and then woke up in the morning and it was already up. So they're really fast. It's really quick. They just kind of have to verify everything and you're good to go. So there are a bunch of free streaming platforms for you out there. Just kind of look into them, look into what you want and find what works for you. Another question she asked me was, how long does it take to actually show up on, like, let's say, Apple Podcasts after I have uploaded it into Anchor? And honestly, it takes, like, less than 30 minutes. It's really fast, really simple, and like I said, they automatically distribute it for you. And then she also asked me how long should I aim for for the length of my episodes, and I think, um, One of the biggest things about podcasting is like you're gonna have to be malleable, which is like my last tip. And I think that as you do different episodes, as you keep discovering your voice, and let's say you are interviewing someone versus sometimes when you are alone, like your length is gonna vary, and you can definitely see this variation in my own podcast. Like I like I said, there are some episodes that are five minutes versus some that are thirty. I think one I did with Valentine and Trixie is, like, almost an hour, so it really just depends, and I think, like, as long as you are not talking longer than you need to, like, you're not filling in blank space because you want the podcast to be longer, and also, um, adding in your own little personal touch to your message to kind of give it that bulk and that meat, um, as long as you're finding that medium that works for you, whichever length you upload is totally okay. Okay, let's get into the actual tips. Um, My first and foremost tip is to find your why. Like I said earlier, it's important in defining why are you investing your time into this passion project? What do you love about it? What do you love about your inner self that you want to express in this medium? And so, kind of having that why will bring you back to it over and over again when you feel like you don't want to do it. Because, um... You don't have any deadlines you're not reporting to anyone so you technically don't have to do this but when you do have that motivation and that reason for it you're going to keep coming back to your project my second tip is to develop your brand this can go for your style your name your contact content just find what is unique to you and build on that because when your purpose aligns with your passion you can never go wrong And like I said, I'm going to keep coming back to being malleable because I think that as you grow and change, so is your content. You're going to be finding new ways to express yourself. You're going to be growing out of your old ways. Um, If you look at my old content, like I was definitely more quiet and I think that I still am quiet. But I was definitely more quiet and my episodes were shorter and even just my um, graphics were not as detailed, not as vivid, and I've just learned over time, like, what works for me. I've developed myself over time, and I've allowed that to change. I've been flexible in how I express myself. I think that's so important for when you are a creative person, just knowing that you're gonna always be growing and changing, and so is the stuff that you put out there. So, as you develop this, just know that It's not permanent. You don't have to find one mantra and one motive and stick to that for the rest of your podcasting life. But you can brand and rebrand yourself as much as you want. So just find that initial step. What is it that you want to put out right now? Know that it might change. Be okay with the fact that it might change and cultivate it. So for me, my name is obviously In Pursuit and originally I had been thinking of this being more of a faith-based podcast. I am Christian and I was wanting it to be more so like in pursuit of God, in pursuit of God in everyday life. And I will try to bring that back but I think very in very small increments. Um, at first I was kind of building my podcasts around a centralized christian idea and i think i've evolved to more so in pursuit of who you want to be and whether that may be in academics or work or religion or whatever it may be for yourself i've definitely redefined in pursuit for myself and in pursuit for what i want to put out there into being in pursuit of what you love being in pursuit of yourself being in pursuit of whatever you may be in pursuit of, I think that that uh, in pursuit in itself is something that is so applicable to everyone and as long as it's adapted in different ways. And that being said, I think something that is really unique to me is that I can find a way to instill some sort of motivation in others and I think that I'm good at finding a centralized idea and making it something that can be applicable for a lot of people. So, that's kind of how I've rebranded In Pursuit for myself and also found my own uh, unique brand and cultivated it and developed it. Now, if you guys have been listening, you know how much I love lists. I will forever be talking about lists. And my third tip is to just start a list of ideas. Joy was telling me how she was like, okay, Lisa, I think I really want to start a podcast. And I was like, write all your ideas down because sometimes, you know, when you think of something in the middle of the day and you're like, oh, I'll come back to it at night. And then you're trying to think so hard and you just cannot remember for the life of you what it was. But if you just stop, take a moment, start a doc on your your notes app and start writing every little idea that comes to you. And this can be ideas for a topic to talk about. This can be ideas for what you want to be doing, audiences you want to reach, and different ideas you want to implement. Small things, like Joy was telling me she was in the middle of vacuuming, and she stopped, and she's like, I just had an idea, and then I wrote it down, and then it kept building and building, and I ended up writing a whole list of in my notes of what I want to talk about, and I think that's awesome. Just finding a little time to, before even approaching or building or starting that passion project, or in this case podcast just having that list to go off of when you do start it and you can always come back to it you can always come back to ideas you had and think of who was i in that moment you know i think that's so cool my fourth tip is to not get caught up in the fancy technology and be daunted by is that a word daunted well i'm gonna make it one be daunted by people's big headphones and fancy microphones and I don't even know what they're called pop filters the things that make you I don't know but people have crazy fancy setups and I feel like when people think of podcasting they're like okay what do I need what do I need to buy that's a big thing even for passion projects in general what I need to buy what do I need to invest in and to be honest um if you look back into my other episodes, I think, uh, what was it? Individuality, Let God, The Perfect Timeline, all those episodes were recorded on my phone. They were recorded on the Voice Notes app on my phone, and they sound just fine. The most important part of podcasting is just sharing a piece of you with your listeners, and that can be done through any form of recording. You don't need... Big fancy technology and down the line that if that's something that you want to buy then you can definitely invest in it and look into different kinds of microphones and you can definitely go and buy those in the future but when you're looking at just starting something I definitely would just recommend opening your voice notes if that's all you have and just share what it is you want to share and don't let anyone tell you that you need this big fancy technology because you do not. All you need is your voice, your ideas, and just share what it is that you want to share. But I know a lot of people are curious on, like, what are some of the most uh, popular kinds of technologies. So to get technical, um, this is recorded on a Blue Yeti, and I know that's really popular for podcasting and voiceovers, and it's pretty affordable. Um, and then... For headphones wise, I'm using like Beats that I got for free when I bought my laptop. So, yeah, that's kind of just what I use. It works for me. It has worked for me all this time. So, if you want to get technical and you want to know what I'm using, I am using a Blue Yeti mic and Beats headphones. Also, when it comes to technology, I did talk about this a bit earlier, but It is going to be a big learning experience through it all. Through recording, uploading, editing, whatever it may be. I think that it's just going to have to come down to taking time and playing with it, learning new things. Uh, I definitely have learned a lot. Even though I'm still on GarageBand, I would like to learn maybe a different platform that I could edit on. And I have learned how to take my graphics and move to Canva. I used to use an app called Typorama and it was a great app, don't get me wrong, but now that I've used Canva, I feel like just more professional and definitely more able to deliver that creativity with my listeners and it's been a fun experience, honestly, looking at where I've come from, but I am still on GarageBand and I've learned how to edit on here I mean, kind of, I know at least what to get what I want, but I'm definitely still learning and I'm probably going to still be learning for a long, long time. My next tip is to plan an outline, not a script. And if you listen to my old episodes, I would kind of just think of a topic like, okay, today I'm going to talk about people-pleasing and then I hit record, and my episode was like five minutes long, and I never really had a structure. I think that having a first and foremost kind of outline of all your podcasts, like I've created one now where I'll tell you guys what it is. I start with an intro, and then I try to do a little life update, then I do a story, then I'll do the actual topic talk, followed by a takeaway, and then ending with a quote. And once I kind of wrote down that overall outline, I was able to break it down and start having bullet points underneath each and every uh, big topic. And I think that also gives your listeners kind of like an idea of where your podcast will head, what your uh, content kind of looks like, and create that consistency in between your episodes. And so that being said, creating an outline will allow you to have bullet points to expand on as you talk and I definitely didn't do this before and it was very noticeable and I think that once I started doing it not only did my episodes get longer but also I had more clarity and kind of like I delivered what I wanted to say in more of a organized manner and so I definitely uh, recommend that for you if you're starting For example, right now my outline is about two pages, and I think that that's a good kind of length. And nothing I write is really like sentence format; it's just bullet point format, like I said before. My next tip is to be natural and just have a conversation. That's one of the best parts about podcasts: is you just turn it on, whether you're in the kitchen or the car, and it feels like you're having a conversation with someone that you love listening to, and I think that once you kind of get out of that idea that it's so daunting, once you realize that it's just you talking about something that you love, then you can definitely start it and keep building it, and it's not as scary as you might think. And I know you guys can't see me, but I'm literally always smiling and talking with my hands as if, like, you could, so I think that just goes to show that it is really light hearted and conversational, and it's really simple honestly my next tip is to find a schedule that works for you and perfect it and stick to it and this has obviously not been easy especially as like life changes and I'm in summers or school or wherever I may be and I think that goes back to being malleable I'll always go back to that last point but finding that schedule like do you want to record and upload and edit all at once Or maybe there is that day that you want to record everything and then edit it and schedule it to have it uploaded. Or maybe you just want to have the audio and then the day of you want to edit it and upload it. Just finding what works for you and sticking to it and continuously building it I think is so important. So this has been kind of difficult for me, not going to lie, but I think I want to try kind of... Uh, recording all at once and having it all ready to go and then scheduled to upload on different days and I think that also allows it to be consistent because I find that sometimes I'm like okay I'm gonna upload on Wednesday but then Wednesday comes around and maybe I didn't get to record when I wanted to or maybe I got busy with school and so just having it like on the weekends I have everything ready to go it'll also give me that kind of Spread out that I want to have it throughout the week, and also I don't have to worry about not getting it done when it needs to get done, sort of thing. And lastly, I know that I have been saying this throughout all the tips, but be malleable, be open to change and growth because, like I said, you're going to be changing, life is going to be changing, what you want to put out is going to be changing, and if you are open to being different and doing things differently then you're going to grow as your podcast grows and I think that's the biggest tip of all so those are all the tips that I have for you guys I hope you enjoy and if you do end up starting a podcast please send it to me um I would love to listen let me know how these tips helped you and I hope I've inspired you if anything to start your own passion project and start that idea that you've been building for a while So that being said, I just wanted to end on a little quote that I think fits this theme perfectly, and it says, be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. That quote is by Jennifer Lee, and no, I didn't just choose it because she says in the pursuit, but I did think it fits this podcast perfectly, and so thank you guys for joining me today, and I'll see you next time. Bye.